now I thought it would be cool just to hear some practical wisdom from Pastor Dean and Dorlisa McQuillan. We're glad that you guys are here with us on the stage. It's a gift to be able to just talk about uh, these marital items with you guys. You guys have done marriage counseling with several couples in our church. You guys have been helpful for Nina and I over the years, and we'd just like to get to know you a little bit. Maybe you can speak into this subject. Uh, so really quick, just introduce yourself briefly uh, for those who may be a first-time guest, and how long have you guys been married? Pastor Dean and Dorlisa, we've been married for 38 years. We've been... 38. And uh, our greatest and last run that uh, we feel will be for the rest of our living lives is Supporting Walk Church, as we were part of the beginning of that. Amazing. So Praise the Lord. We're very excited about what, an honor. what is happening right here, right Man. here before all of us. We're excited with you. It's, we're, we're, a, we're a family in this thing together. And um, I just thought it would be valuable. I mean, 38 years is a long time to do anything, right? But to be married, praise God. And to see you guys here serving in the local church, shining, church planting, entrepreneurship, all types of different seasons of life, two amazing kids that both love Jesus now in their adult life. Um, praise the Lord. Talk to us a little bit about this subject here today. Pastor Dean, when you hear the phrase sanctification uh, in the same context of marriage, how does that land on you? Talk about what role sanctification has played in your guys' marriage. Well, in order to clearly understand sanctification, you have to know what it's not. Mm. And I have a very clear picture of what it's not. Wow. I grew up in a home where marriage was ugly. It was dishonoring. It was disrespectful abusive physically, emotionally, verbally, and that's what I saw. And unfortunately, as a young man who fell in love with this beautiful lady here, that's all I knew. Wow. It's called learned behavior. And even though I got saved two weeks before our wedding. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> and that's another story in itself. But for three years, I struggled. Mm. Yeah. I was one sure. foot in the world. One foot in the church, one foot in Christ, and I did not understand marriage at all. Mm. And then one day I came home, three years after our marriage, and my wife was gone. And she had taken my son with her. Wow. Wow. So immediately I had to submit to my pastor and uh, his counseling on marriage. And he took me immediately to Ephesians chapter 5. Wow. Right where we're at. And now I understand sanctification. Amazing. As we are set apart from the world, the way the world looks at marriage. I love our marriage. Is it always easy? No. And there's incredible tools in the Bible that help you stay on track. Amen. And those will be taught. But what happened was I learned exactly that it wasn't my wife's responsibility to love me. It was my responsibility to love her. Man. In this passage that our pastor is teaching us, hmm. three times I am commanded to love my wife. And not one time is she commanded to love me. Hello. Wow. I am to love her as Christ loves the church. And there's a key word there, the word as. Anytime you see the word as and like in the Bible... God is drawing you a picture, and that picture is 
Lord, how do I love Dorlisa? You love her as I love you as the church. Mm. Wow. That's right. Oh, and there's another one in there. That's you right. love her as you love your body. I take really good care of myself. Yeah. And then he says, love her as you love yourself. Because I have goals and dreams. I have desires. I have things I like to do. But make sure I love her the same way. That's good. There's so many men that like to scrub their <laughs> wives with the word of God. Wow. It's all about them and not about their wives. So I was taught early on what the picture of sanctification looked like. And because of that, my wife, as you read in the very last passage, she reverences me. Mm. And the greatest show of reverence was when God called me to Dillon, Montana, mm. to the mission field. And she says, let's go, sight wow. unseen. That was wow. the greatest show of sanctification. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord for that. That's awesome. Man, so good. There's a lot, a lot of good nuggets in there. Dorlisa, as we think about the, the word, you know, as the word of God, I know you two both model a passion and a heart for the word of God, which is so beautiful and, 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 and compelling. How has the word of God played a role in 38 years of marriage in your guys' lives? Um, through the ups and downs, whether it was that three-year marker or the 30-year marker or just even in this past year presently, how has the Word of God just played a role in your guys' marriage? Well, I'm um, thankful that we were raised in a church, even though we weren't raised in church as young people. We were raised in a church when we gave our lives to the Lord that truly taught the Word of God and um, really embedded in us the importance of having a relationship with the Word of God. And I think that one of the most important things that we learned was that the Word of God is um, the owner's manual to life. The and owner's manual to life. The own, everybody gets an owner's manual when you get a refrigerator, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, thanks. And um, that's good. When you get anything, you have an owner's manual. And there may be times that you don't really look at the owner's manual all the time. You usually should read it. I think a lot of times men have a tendency to just put things together and never really look at the owner's manual. go, <laughs> well, Troy. Um, but the important thing is, is that when you need it, you understand where to go and you understand that it's important Helpful. to use the owner's manual Helpful in order words. to um, get through the issue, get through the problem, make sure that you're lining yourself up with what God has to say and not what the world has to say. You know, the mm -hmm. world is, is always pounding in our ears, always on television, always on the radio, always, you know, in our societal situations telling us one thing. Yeah. But like you were saying, what does the Word of God have to say? And I think yeah. that, that we've, we've tried really hard to always make sure that when we're in our dips in our valleys, that if it's not him, it'll be me. And if it's not me, it'll be him. That always draws us back to Amen. the Word of God. That's really good. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. That's powerful. Um, yeah. When it comes to just living that out, I mean, I can even just remember just in, in, the, in the past year, I think last time you preached here, Pastor Dean, you even mentioned that. Like, my wife just came downstairs and just challenged me to read Matthew. You know, those types of things. And that, that sparked your, yeah. your message prep. It did. Um, I think, I guess, just with the time we have, just closing thoughts in this area, 
um, with you guys that have, have been foundational for your marriage. There's, there's obviously a variety of different groups in the room here, whether young or old or not there yet, um, or maybe have lost hope that th that, that could be something for them. What would you encourage our body with as a final word? Well, as a final word, again, in Ephesians chapter 5, there's a lot of nuggets in there for you to grab a hold of. Mm -hmm. You're going to learn, and you're going to be able to meditate upon them. You're going to be able to practice them, and they're going to be a part of your life that sets apart your marriage to sanctification. But one of the challenges I think that Dorlisa and I run into when we meet with couples is they don't understand what it means to cleave to one another. You're one flesh. One. You're one flesh. Hmm. And it says to leave your mother and your father and cleave one to another. You're one flesh. But there's, there's a distraction in most marriages. And you know what that distraction is? And we love them with all of our heart. We would do anything in the world for them. Your children. They need to know that you are one. Wow. They need to know they can't go to her or to me and divide us. Because they will. They need to know that when you want to take a weekend and go somewhere, they're not always included, and that's okay. Hey. How about We're that? We're bringing a babysitter in for the weekend, and you're going to stay here while we go have our time. They need to know that you're number one. Huh. That's good. Anything to, to tag on to that, Dorlisa? Well, I think it's important, um, as, especially as ladies, that um, when you were preaching about us being a helper and that that's a representation of who the Holy Spirit of God is. Mm. And he is our helper. He's our comforter. He's our teacher. And we should take that as a privilege in the home Wow. to um, not only with our children, but in our responsibility with our husbands and, you know, not look at it as though it's a second-class citizen to feel like, you know, you're supposedly lower esteemed than that. But it is a great privilege to be um, having the character qualities of the Holy Spirit of God and pouring into your family. That's great. Amen. Yeah. Helpful. Helpful. Well, Pastor Dean, since this is a spirit-filled husband emphasis here today, would you... Would you pray for our church? Would you, would you pray for all the husbands in the room and all the marriages in the room as well? Absolutely. And, and, and future ones as well. Heavenly Father, we thank you and praise you for the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. We thank you and praise you for a church that teaches the word of God verse by verse, chapter by chapter, without any apologies. Thank you for the word today, the truth. Lord, thank you for the truth that was given to me 35 years ago when my wife had left me hmm. with my one-year-old son. Wow. And Lord, I was fortunate enough to have a pastor that took the word of God and scrubbed me. Hmm. I needed to be scrubbed from head to toe. Wow. And Father, I thank you for that pastor. I thank you for that time. Thank you for all these years, Lord, that the word of God has been our anchor. It's thank been you, our rock. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we've drifted just like any other couple. But Lord, we always know when to come back yeah. and you will be there. We thank That's you for right. that. So, Lord, I pray a special prayer for our church. I pray for the married couples. I pray for the single men and women that one day will be married couples. I pray for those who have even lost their loved one. Lord, that was a special relationship. But, Lord, use us all as an example of what it means to be sanctified yeah. by the washing of the word. Thank you. Lord, we can only be clean by you. 
Yeah. Lord, we can only have a marriage that's honoring because of you. So only good. respectful because of you. So Lord, let our marriages not be disrespectful, abusive. Lord, ugly. Let them be sanctified, set apart Ooh. to bring honor so and good. glory to your name Jesus. and your name only. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Dorlisa. Thank you, Pastor Dean. Appreciate you guys. That was awesome.